Now, the Bobby Curran Show on ESPN Honolulu. Good morning and welcome to the Wednesday edition of the program. I'm Bobby Curran along with Tanner Hayworth. Between us, we'll try and bring you the complete world of sports, whether it be pros, colleges, or even high schools, and uh, there's a lot of things to talk about today. In fact, nationally, they're saying the big story is the Jim Harbaugh deal. He is, by all reports, going to be suspended either today or tomorrow for a minimum of two games. They have the option to make it longer. Some people believe it could extend even uh, to, uh, to the playoffs, where if Michigan gets in, it'll be without Harbaugh which would be very interesting because that opens up the doors to a number of things. If that happens, I wonder if Jim Harbaugh out of petulance will just, oh, he'll be sweet in the press conference, thanking Michigan for everything, but saying he doesn't want to be a distraction, so he's going to uh, step away from the Michigan program. Uh, He'll look for other opportunities. I think that might be the result. In fact, if he wanted to avoid that, he should probably let Michigan know that he's going to – This is going to be the plan. I don't know if that'll make any difference because this is coming apparently from the Big Ten commissioner. Um, The NCAA investigation will take much, much longer. But apparently the other schools, and this doesn't surprise me, the only other school I think that has a chance to get into the playoff is Ohio State. And so that I just think Ohio State's going to be pretty thrilled. They're not going to say it. They're going to say they're going to miss the competition, blah, blah, blah. But I think they'll be jacked if that if Michigan is uh, censored by the coach not being able to participate. I mean, Connor Stallion has now been, uh, they can call it what they like. It's, it's basically fired. I mean, he's not there anymore. He's out now after being um, suspended without pay. How does a guy making 50 grand take a suspension without pay? He needs to work. I mean, that's not a job where you retire into the sunset. And I think there's a couple of things that are very interesting. Now, I think Jim Harbaugh is going to, uh, unbelievable as it might seem, I think he'll basically deny having any knowledge of Connor Stallion's activities. That's not going to fly. Don't get get that wrong. That's not going to go over. But I think that will be his attempt. I mean, let's ask a couple of questions about all this. First of all... Usually in these situations, you follow the money. Now, according to all reports, Connor Stallion has been flown around and either obtained or bought tickets, been put up in hotels, I mean, renting cars. I mean, he's been doing all this to go see at least 35 games. How does a guy do that on his own dime? I mean, if that's what the contention is, I think that's ridiculous. That's an expense he's getting reimbursed for. So I think you got to follow who's reimbursing the expense. I mean, that's got to be discovered. If you want to, if you really want to have a solid case against Harbaugh, I think it goes in that direction. And I think Jim Harbaugh, you know, basically, and this happens a lot of times. It's I think this is thoroughly Harbaugh's doing. I, he's always had this sort of get an edge mentality. And I think what's going to happen is he'll resign. He'll, be, he'll get a head start on one of the pro jobs that he covets. I think, I'm assuming he covets it at this point because Michigan no longer looks like a continuous option. So I, my guess is 
We're going to see sooner rather than later. Jim Harbaugh is the coach of the L.A. Chargers. That would be my guess. I just think that's the most attractive roster of the jobs that are coming open. I don't see any great rosters that are going to be hiring a coach. I think everybody else who's hiring will have some significant flaws. We might get a shocker. We might get somebody that's really surprising on the uh, on the waiver list for coaches, but I I'm not anticipating it. I'm going to give I'm going to give you a ten or a couple of minutes to think about this. But can you think of a coach of a decent team other than L.A. that's that's on the you know maybe with the Raiders qualify? I don't know. There's not too many good teams that are going to fire their coaches this year. I don't think. Uh, go ahead. If Even the, some of the guys that are, are having bad seasons, Brian Dayball, uh, Robert Sala, I, think, I don't think either one of those guys are getting fired. I think probably the best coach that's uh, going to get let go, and I'm not sure the roster is, is totally wonderful, but because they had a little sell-off lately, but I – I think that uh, Ron Rivera is probably gone. I think they want to rebuild there with Josh Harris. But is that an attractive job for Jim Harbaugh? I don't know. I, I think that's iffy. So I, that's my thought. I mean, I, I just think Harbaugh is going to go. I think he will threaten, at least threaten, to leave Michigan over this, depending if they try to come down with something draconian from inside the school. But I don't think he will accept that. So I think, you know, I think somebody said when we were up there to play a game, they decided not to issue two deeps, which is a, a completely standard thing to the broadcasters and anybody, you know, the writers, anybody who's doing the game involved in it gets a copy of what they call two deeps. And it's the first and second strings laid out by number and hometown and all the information. Jim Harbaugh announced he's not doing that. It was an ESPN game also. He just said, no, we're not, uh, we, we feel that gives the, uh, the opponent an advantage, so no, no two deeps. Now, if you had a relationship with the SID, um, which we did, they could push, they could give you if they were so inclined and take the guy out for lunch, and he put together a two deep for us that was basically pretty accurate. So, but the ESPN guys were not willing to, they weren't going to beg an SID for uh, a manufactured two deep. What they did was scream at the top of their lungs. They had producers calling. And so someone came back with the answer that there's no one at the University of Michigan that can instruct Jim Harbaugh on proper procedure. Nobody. Not the president, not the provost. There's nobody that had that kind of con- And I said that kind of control at a college football program is stupid and dangerous. And sure enough, it's now led to be a major embarrassment at the University of Michigan. I'm not saying that it's a you know lifetime offense or it's this isn't the death penalty because frankly, there's rumors that a lot of other people, including Ohio State, have been guilty of this. Um, they've been not been as obvious. They don't put the guy on the opponent, whoever they're looking at, uh, Connor Stallion, apparently, when he can, gets a press pass and patrols the sidelines. I mean, how is that? And usually in gear. And like he'll, if, if it's Central Michigan sideline he's on, he's got Central Michigan stuff on. But now that they've reviewed tapes, they've seen him in a ton of games. Now, I don't know, unless Connor Stallion is independently wealthy, he is not 
uh, paying for this out of his Michigan salary. That's, that's very obvious. So, I mean, I think there's an obvious answer that the football program is somehow paying for it. And if it's paying for it, it's impossible for me to believe that somewhere down deep, Jim Harbaugh is not involved. If you have something to chip in on this, a question, a comment, I'd love to hear from you. It's 808-296-1420. We'll be talking NFL in just a few minutes. A couple of random things as we move forward. Is, it, is 18 points a realistic line for Air Force to be favored in Honolulu against the Rainbow Warriors? I, I guess that's people. It started at se- opened at 17. It's now 18. Makes me think that around the country, they look at Hawaii's win over Nevada, f- two things. They don't think Nevada's very good, and they think it was a fluke. That's what I think the perception is. I mean, 18 points means many people think that Air Force is going to be up probably that much by halftime and that this will not be much of a game. Uh, I think that's the general thought. Tanner, you look like you're ready to say something. I mean, I feel like it's probably a general thought. You look at Air Force's strength rushing the ball. I think they average like something crazy, like 260 rushing yards per game. And then you look at Hawaii's, you know, traditionally – not very good rushing defense. So unless they magically step up, unless Dalen Morris is like the scout team quarterback MVP of like greatest scout team quarterback we've ever seen for a triple option offense. I mean, we, we just, we, it's just hoping for a miracle. I think of retaking the Cooter trophy. Uh, yeah, that may be the deal, but here's, here's my thought. This is why you play the games. I mean, who knows how Air Force is going to respond? I've seen the little articles. Air Force is so disciplined. They're, they're over that 23-3 to loss to Army already, and Army's 2-6. and six. So, I, you know, I don't know if that's true. We'll find out. I do think emotion does guide a lot of college football games. And I think Hawaii's probably feeling pretty good about themselves. That's my thought. Uh, I, you know, listen, could I be wrong? Absolutely. I've made a lifetime. I've made a lifetime habit of being wrong on a lot of these games. I'm right on some though, and quite a few of them, in fact. But it's. Uh, and by the way, I, I'm not suggesting. I feel the need to reiterate this. I do not bet on games. I have never bet on games like in this way. Not since I started working in media. I just said, look, and that's inappropriate. It could get you in trouble. Why would you? Why you bring that into it? And so I don't. I leave it out. So I, I've had people around me in the media who do bet on on the games. Uh, none currently, but I have had some in the past. And I just think it's a it's a bad deal. It's not a good thing. I mean, I keep my opinion for the most part. I express it once, and then I keep it to myself. But that's, I just don't think that's uh, kosher. So, anyway, that leaves you with an 18-point underdog, home underdog, which if you're going to bet an underdog, I think a home underdog is the way to go. Then there's the other thing. If the game starts to get out of hand, because Hawaii's been a slow starter, I just think Troy Calhoun will take his foot off. I don't think Troy Calhoun's a guy that's going to say, oh, we got to win 58 to nothing, especially since we lost 23-3 to last week. I just think he's a classier guy than that. Once the game's in control, they'll put it to bed. Their rushing offense shortens games. It's just how it works. Okay, let's now, we're going to talk a little NFL. I'm hearing a lot about who the best quarterbacks are 
in the league. This is a huge national discussion. Um, I have my thoughts, and uh, and we'll see what Ryan Radke from Westwood won. He had the interestingly, he had the Buffalo Cincinnati game last week. We'll uh, we'll talk with him about that coming up right after this on ESPN Honolulu. Welcome back on this Wednesday edition of the program. I'm Bobby Curran along with Tanner Hayworth and our guest now from Westwood One, Ryan Ratke. Ryan, how are you? I'm great, Bobby. How are you? I'm good. I, Cincinnati is not my favorite town, but it's, one, <laughs> but it's one of my favorite football teams to watch. I don't know what you think. I'd like to get your thought on this because you, you had that game. That was an incredible. I mean, I thought that was an incredible performance for Joe Burrow. He just—I just think Joe Burrow. Uh, he might be the—he might be the best quarterback in the league. I think he—he's in the conversation for sure. Your thought? Well, you know, they—they they paid him because they think that he is, and uh, you know, I mean, he—he he is. When he's on, he is so much fun to, to watch. watch. Yeah. You look at early in the game, and Buffalo is more of a, a zone defensive team. Uh, but you play zone against Joe Burrow, he just picks you apart. He just diagnoses, I'm going there, the hole's going to be there, and it looks so easy. And they go right down the field, they score a touchdown, fourth straight game, they've had a touchdown on their opening drive. And then you kind of force Buffalo to play man, which is not really what they want to do. And then you get favorable matchups, whether it be with, with Chase or, or Higgins uh, or the weapons they have. They certainly got their tight ends involved, which is something they had uh, really been been focusing on doing. And you know, Burrow just gets the job done. Clearly, he wasn't healthy early in the year. It affected him, but he is healthy now, and he looks like Joe Burrow. He really does look like Joe. It looks like the Joe Burrow at times that played that guided LSU to the national championship. I had that thought watching that game. You know, I, I thought the same thing, Bobby, because I I did that SEC championship game when they just took Georgia apart, and it the first drive of the game against Buffalo the other night reminded me of that game and that season, where again. You felt like he would walk to the line of scrimmage and just say, okay, I'm going right there with the ball. And it was just an easy pitch and catch. He knew this is the defense. This guy's going to be open. I'm going to take my three steps, five steps, whatever it is. I'm going to hit this guy. We're getting 12 yards, and we're on to the next play. It just seemed so easy for him that year. And that, I, I thought the same thing watching that opening drive the other night. I kind of think, though, that ironically, it doesn't look that easy for Josh Allen. Yeah. No, it, it, it doesn't. Uh, it, it's, it's been a struggle for them, especially away from home. And I think it's, it's one of the great mysteries of sports. And we've seen this in every sport. Uh, it doesn't matter what it is. And we've seen it over the course of time where teams look one way at home and one way on the road. And it doesn't make any sense. It's the same team. It's the same players. It's the same game. It could even be the same opponents at times. And yet in their own building, they look one way and on the road, they look different. I don't know why, but that's the way it's been for the Bills. Away from home this year, they've not been good. They turn the ball over a ton, which they don't do at home. Uh, they make mistakes on the road that they don't make at home. I don't know why it's happening, but it is. And it's, it, it's got to be concerning if you're a Bills fan to see the, the, the stark difference between them at Highmark Stadium and, and anywhere else. Do you think there's a possibility Buffalo does not make the playoffs? Sure, I think it's a possibility. Um, if they don't get some things cleaned up, yeah, it's it's a possibility. I just still think, you know, we're halfway through the season now, and yet I still feel like we have to say we're early. I, I, there's so much more that can be decided, and there's there's so much 
that can change. We were joking about that the other night before the game where I was telling our producer, I said, you know, hey, if, if Cincinnati wins this game, they're in the playoffs and Buffalo's out, and he looked at me and he goes, we're not talking about playoff implications, are we? You know, it's only, it's only week nine. And, and I do think we have to kind of keep that in mind the same way that we should all keep in mind, which we never do, early in the year when Cincinnati looked horrible and we went, well, Bengals are done, Burrow doesn't look good, this team's terrible, and now just a few weeks later we're saying, you know what, this team might be an AFC championship game team. We'll see. Well, you know, I, th- I think that's possible. I, I th- What's your evaluation of Mahomes and the Chiefs so far this year? You know, I keep going back and forth because like so many others, I watch the Chiefs and my first reaction is, man, they don't look very good. And then the more I think about it and get away from the game, I think, do they not look good or do they just look different? You know, the last couple of years, they've been such an explosive offensive team that, by the way, also had a really good defense that we didn't talk much about because we were so enthralled with Mahomes and when Tyreek was there and, you know, even last year when, when Tyreek left and Kelsey's doing his thing and, uh, you know, Mahomes is making his crazy throws. This year, it just seems like that defense has stepped forward and taken on more of a prominent role. They're more in the spotlight, I guess, than they've been in the past. So I think it's a team that's different. I think we have to be careful about saying they're not as good. I just think they're very different than they've been in the past. Yeah, the the thing to me when I'm watching Kansas City, I'm, I'm, yes, I, you know, I'm watching, I'm glued to Mahomes when I'm there on offense and Kelsey. But I have to tell you, I if I wouldn't, as an opponent, I wouldn't take a snap without having a pretty good feel for where Chris Jones is. Oh, no doubt. I mean, he, he's one of those he's guys you better find. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's why, you know, it's why he held out. It's why he was trying to get paid, which, by the way, he didn't uh, get what he wanted. But, you know, he is one of those guys that is a, an upper echelon guy. And you're right. You better figure out where he is on every snap, the same way you better figure it out with Watt and Bosa and, and, and Garrett and all the other guys that, that we talk about because he will ruin your day if you don't figure out where he is. That's an interesting way to put it. He may even ruin your week because, <laughs> I mean, it can be he – can, he can be demoralized people, I think. He's one of those. You know, no the Aaron, you know, some of the ones you mentioned, the Bosa and the Aaron Donald, and I, even, yep. I might even throw – lately, I might even throw Max Crosby into that. Uh, category uh, certainly Dexter Lawrence and the guys that can just be so disruptive that it takes you away from being able to do what you practice yeah no doubt and you know you mentioned the name of Crosby and I'm going to see him on Sunday night against the Jets is there anybody in the NFL that plays with a higher motor than no. Max Crosby does I mean seen. look yeah again there's there's a lot all those guys you mentioned are great I'm not saying Max Crosby is the best or he's better than those guys I'm just saying when you watch that guy play he is one of those guys that on every single snap seems like he's going 150 miles an hour. And you know this, Bobby, from being around sports. When you're not on a very good team, that can be really tough to do. And he is a guy that every single play does that. It's, it's amazing. He, he's a fun guy to watch. What do you think they're going to do for a head coach? Do you, do you have any thoughts? I, you know, it, it's hard. I mean, Mark Davis is obviously very unpredictable, right, in, in what he's going to do. Uh, I would tell you this, that I think if they have success the rest of the year, and that's a big if, by the way. I know they had a great game against the Giants on Sunday, and everybody's like, oh, McDaniels is gone, the Wicked Witch is dead, and you know now the Raiders can, can do their thing. Look, number one, it was the Giants, who are struggling probably as, as badly as any team in the NFL. And it's also um, Tommy DeVito. Uh, correct. Know, they have a better chance correct. of winning with games with Danny DeVito. Correct, and, and let's see what happens. You know, Sunday night, everybody's like, well, they beat the Giants. Now they got the Jets. Like, people are chalking it up as a win. Look, I know the Jets were terrible on, on Monday night, but the Jets have a great defense. 
The Raiders are starting a rookie quarterback. There's every chance in the world that Aiden O'Connell has a rough day against the Jets' defense, and, and they don't have a good day. We'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens. Back to the point about the Raiders head coach. If they have success the rest of the year, I think Antonio Pierce has a great shot to get that job because I think Mark Davis likes the attitude he presents. I think he likes the mentality that he brings. I think he likes the ex-player uh, element of it. So we'll see. If they play well, I think he, he will be in the mix for that job. Mike would say that you could be right, and I would go so far as to say I think he very well might get it with a satisfactory conclusion to the season. Remember this. Remember this, Bobby. Former giant. Yeah, yeah, that's right. The last time they they did this, Basaccia takes over for Gruden. They had a good finish of the year, made the playoffs. Did they get a little lucky? Yes, they did. But they finished the year strong, made the playoffs. Mark Davis decided, no, I need to win the press conference. I need a splash. And went out and hired Josh McDaniels. It went down the tubes. You would think this time around, if they play well, have success, he's thinking, forget about win the press conference, all that stuff. Just give me the guy the players seem to relate to. I don't know. I think you're absolutely right. I felt Pasachi got a bad deal. I thought he. Oh, I, did too. I, I thought he really showed some some talent as a head coach. Players liked him. They played hard for him. Um, I think that the biggest nonsense I've ever heard, and I hear people say it all the time: "Oh, you got to win the press conference." No, you don't. You got to win the games. And That's right. uh, it's just nuts. Okay, I want to get to something because I, this was going to require you getting out of your comfort zone a little bit. But the uh, you know that you're probably watching. You can't avoid it. Almost what's going on at Michigan. Uh, the reports are uh, Harbaugh will be suspended uh, either later today or tomorrow. Um, it's going to be a Big Ten thing, and uh, the Big Ten athletic director director will have a lot to do with it. I think Harbaugh may resign if they tell him he's getting the rest of the regular season and possibly the playoffs off. I think he may resign and look for an NFL job. Your thought? Uh, I, I think Jim Harbaugh is always a candidate uh, for an NFL job, no matter what he says at the end of, of each year when he tries to play it off like, well, it was just the media that was doing this. No, uh, it wasn't. I mean, he interviewed for Minnesota and I think thought he was getting that job. So I think he's always a candidate uh, for the NFL. Would he resign? I don't think that he would resign, personally. Uh, I think that he will He'd stay there not being able to coach. Yeah, I I think he would because I think he's still going to get paid uh, in that respect. But would he look to go somewhere else? Probably. Like I said, he's done it in the past. It wouldn't be a surprise to see him uh, do it again. I'm really interested to see what they do. Uh, I'm really interested to see what the punishment is. you know, and I'm also interested to see what Michigan's response is. Uh, if, if they suspend him, does Michigan respond with some sort of lawsuit and ask for some sort of, you know, stay? Um, yeah, I, I think there's a lot of, of different things that, that could, could happen still here. happen. I'm, I agree. I'm very curious. I yeah, agree. I'm very I, curious I, I remember being calling the Michigan UH game a number of years ago, and the announcement came down the morning of the game. We got a call from the SID. There, will, there are no two deeps. Uh, Jim Harbaugh decided right. he's not doing two deeps. And yep. despite it was an ESPN game, and I to, knew the S, we got to know the SID during the week. We'd just come back from Australia and directly to Ann Arbor. And, and so we taught, and he cobbled together a two deep. But he said, this will be pretty close. And, but the ESPN guys wouldn't do that. They just, they just screamed and yelled the whole game. It was really amazing. And, uh, yeah. But someone said, made the comment, they said, there's nobody on this, at this university that can tell Jim Harbaugh what to do. And I thought, if that's true, that's dangerous. 
and, uh, yeah. and and I think it's come home to roost. He's done what he's done everywhere he's been. He's he's a risk taker. He's a, a chancer, as they say in Scotland, and uh, courtesy of my wife. But I, I think he is. <laughs> he's a chancer, I, and I, I don't think that get. I don't think you can fix that. That's part of his an elemental part of his personality. Well, I think I think we see Bobby at a lot of these universities where whether it be football coach, basketball coach, whatever it is. I mean, they're the highest paid person on campus. Uh, they can kind of do what they want to do, uh, which is all great when you're winning and everything is is fine. Um, then there's no problem with that. But then when you get into some sort of disciplinary situation, then you do get to who's going to make this call. And look, the, the fan base, as long as you're winning, the fan base is never going to side with the AD, the president whatever uh, sure. fan base wants to win. They, they don't care about anything else. And so uh, they're never going to, to, you know, look at the head coach and, and blame him as long as they're winning, you know, it's like politics, right? If your guy wins, you don't really care what he did to win. He just won. That's all that matters. Yeah. Um, I think you're and, so and right. The way it is. And it's like, you know? I mean, and now with the NILs, I think basketball would be more effective than, than football even. I mean, look at uh, what's his name? Hunter Dickinson that, that, leaves Michigan to go to Kansas how good are they now I mean this is happening all over the country and uh, which is interesting so let's uh let's say who's your opponent uh for for the Raiders Jets Raiders on Sunday night okay I hadn't even I'm more of a Giants guy so I hadn't really charted that closely but I did think the Jets looked horrible against the Chargers I mean you know I I don't know if they're going to fire the coach or whatever, but I just think that it's getting tougher and tougher to wait for Zach Wilson to improve. So. Well, and and I think I think that's the issue with the Jets fan base is you know they've they've decided he's not the guy and and they want to move on and the Jets decided not to do it. Uh, you know, even after Aaron Rodgers got hurt, uh, they didn't go out and get you know Josh Dobbs for example. They decided to to stick with Zach Wilson and. You know, has he gotten better? Yeah, he probably has, but not to the point that they've been able to to win games. And, and certainly, that was ugly on uh, on Sunday or on uh, on Monday night. So uh, we'll see if he can get a turnaround. The Raiders' defense has had had their struggles, so you know maybe he'll uh, he'll get a turnaround on on Sunday night. We'll see. We're talking with Ryan Radke from Westwood One. A very interesting deal you have with all the Sunday night games. You're going to be. Uh... I think you're going to be at some places where you get a little cold. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the winter has uh, has started to set in. I, I figured that out a couple weeks ago when we were in Buffalo. That yeah. I, I thought, you know, this is uh, this is not as warm as it was a week ago. <laughs> no so kidding. It's coming. Ryan, That's all right. we'll bundle up. Thanks so much for coming on with us today. Enjoyed it as always. All right, Bobby. Great to talk to you. Have a great day. Ryan Radke from Westwood One. Uh, the next Craig Angelus show is, to, let's see, it's tomorrow now uh, at 6 p.m. at Velocity of Honolulu on Kapiolani Boulevard. Join Kanoa Leahy with UHAD Craig Angelus for the latest from behind the scenes in UH sports. There's food and drink available, self-parking and valet parking at the new uh, MW restaurant brought to you by H-Camp and the J. AN Group. Welcome back on this Wednesday edition of the program. I had a nice chat 
with Ryan Radke from Westwood One, who I think is is one of the really good radio play-by-play guys in the country. And he has now ascended to where he does all the Sunday night games on Westwood One. It's a challenge, and uh, he's enjoying it, but a lot of travel and in the NFL. So it's interesting to me that he, uh, that he does believe Joe Burrow is he, he didn't come out and say it quite this way, but if you listen carefully, you got that he believes that Joe Burrow is a better quarterback than Josh Allen, and I do too. I think that's I think that's not that hard a pick at this point. I think there are certain guys that are very good, um, and then Josh Allen would still fit into that category. But I'd lump him in with Mahomes and Lamar Jackson and Tua and Justin Herbert. I'm sure missing guys. I think very soon we're going to have to if he keeps playing like this we're going to have to include cj stroud in that in that group he's playing fabulously for a rookie a quarterback and and but I, I think there's a limited number of those great guys i mean is uh is mr hurts there jalen hurts I, yeah probably um to me he's a little bit on the outside looking in because he's I think when his passing game isn't working and they shut down the run a little bit, it's a tougher going for him. And uh, we'll see. We're going to find out where he's regarded at season's end. A lot of people still feel that Philadelphia will get there, I mean, to the Super Bowl. Um, I don't know if that's the case. I certainly wouldn't rule them out. They're, they have enough, a best offensive line in football probably. I mean, and they're, they're pretty good on defense, so I'm not going to rule that out. Uh, And Jalen Hurts is certainly a competent uh, quarterback at the very least. I mean, I think some people would say he's considerably better than that. But I think at the worst, he's competent. You might have something on one of these guys or one of these teams. And if you do, now's a good time. 808-296-1420, the number. I'm anxiously awaiting to see what happens. How aggressive will the University of Michigan be with Jim Harbaugh? In the past, they have not been. They've waited for other people to legislate this. But they may feel that Jim Harbaugh is their best and maybe only chance to play in the college football uh, playoff for a national championship. Uh, you know, I still have my doubts about what the attitude is going to be there because they have never, Michigan has never been really willing to discipline uh, Jim Harbaugh in any serious way. I'm not sure that's changed. When the guy told me a number of years ago, nobody here can tell, nobody here can tell Jim Harbaugh what to do. And I thought, how can that be? I mean, you have a whole university administration where they're supposed to guide and control the athletic programs, not the other way around. But apparently that that whole thing went askew uh, at Michigan. I mean, one I can't remember the school where, Someone said they there was a coach guilty of um, malfeasance. I think it might have been the Jim Trestle thing at Ohio State when he said, the president said, well, I've met with Jim Trestle. He said, well, you're going to fire me. He goes, I'm just hoping he doesn't fire me. I mean, come on. Uh, you can't really run a university that way and get any have any respect from other people. And it's too often been the case. Now, nobody would say it. But I don't know that anybody would seriously challenge Nick Saban. Now, it doesn't appear that Nick Saban does much wrong. He just figures, I'm going to get the best recruiting class every year, or pretty close to it. 
And, yeah, Georgia gets got a lot of good players, and A&M gets their share in LSU. But we're always going to have as many as anybody else. So no need to do anything unsavory. We'll just do it uh, the right way. Now, it would help him. Uh, Jay, Jay Milrow is a decent quarterback, but I don't think he's the likes of some of the guys they've had in the past and most particularly Tua, but throw Jalen Hurts into that. They don't have them, uh, those kind of guys. I, I would say Mac Jones, but the bloom is off that rose somewhat. It's uh, 41 minutes past the hour. If you have something, this is a great time, 808-296-1420. You can call us or text us. And uh, we've had a full day of football, and uh, which is kind of fun. Um, by the way, I'm going to give people – people a quick update on this one you can join the chimmy timmy chang show it's uh, tonight at 6 p.m at ruby tuesday moana lua join uh the venaries along with coach chang for the latest in uh football see the encore performance thursday night at six on k high tv channel one zero zero five we'll hang on here for a minute before we go to our break i i'm watching you know and one of the uh, this is so so a sign of the times but now that they've added Chris Russo uh, to the Stephen A's show, we have more nonsense than we've ever had. We have yelling and screaming. I feel like we're watching a rerun of some, of some program that was led by Jack Klugman, uh, the actor. It's, uh, it's constant yelling and screaming. But that is the coin of the realm. Let's, uh, we got John on the line. Hey, John, what's up? Hey, Bobby, you know what I'd like to see what the, happen with that Jim Harbaugh thing? What's that? Is, uh, it sounds a lot like when the, the way they ran Pete Carroll out of USC. I would, li- I would like to see the Chicago Bears jump all over that, and uh, I want him to be the next head coach. He would have them in the Super Bowl in three years. And uh, I am just chomping at the bit, that uh, hoping that they're going to be smart enough that if uh, he became unwelcome at Michigan – that he should be the next coach of the Bears and do a Mike Ditka turnaround. He is going to be the ex-coach at Michigan, I do believe. I, I think it's pretty likely at this point. I don't think he'll put up with a suspension that potentially would include the playoffs. I don't think he'd, I don't think he'd settle for that. I think he's too used to having been the guy. I'd be shocked if he puts up with that, especially since I, – I, listen, I appreciate your concern for your Bears – but I hate to say it, I kind of think the Chargers would be the most. I think he'll look around and say, where, do I want, where would I like to live? West Coast, I think he'll be his choice. And then he'll say, what kind of a roster do I need to come into the league? How soon can I get to the Super Bowl? And I think the right coach could put San Diego in in two years. That's my thought. Right. So we'll see. I well, mean, it's interesting because one of those teams is going to get him. That's for sure. Well, he used to be with the Bears, so I wonder if he's thinking like I'd like to go back and uh, like straighten the house out, just like Ditka felt before. Right. Well, maybe he wants to do it for Chicago. That's possible. Thanks for the call, John. We have got to take a quick timeout and uh, reminder. I did mention already Timmy Chang show tonight at Ruby Tuesday with the Venaries. Let's take a quick timeout. Be back on ESPN Honolulu.
Welcome back to the Wednesday edition of the program. We spent a lot of time on the Jim Harbaugh story. It's, it's probably the biggest sports story nationally today. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. They're expecting uh, the re- all the reports indicate that either later today or tomorrow, Jim Harbaugh will be suspended uh, by the Big Ten. Now, what's interesting uh, to me is that Michigan, this is so Michigan lately and certainly under the Jim Harbaugh era, they're busy planning the, uh, the legal action against the Big Ten. Instead of saying, whoa, we have a problem in our program, that's what they get to. They get to, we need to get legal strategies to defend Michigan against the Big Ten. We have somebody on the line? Hey, Thomas, what's up? Morning, Bobby. Uh, I'm a big Michigan fan. As you may already know, I've called you about them already a couple of times in the past. Uh, I will preface this by saying this. If it is proven that Jim Harbaugh either knew about or, even worse, ordered Connor Stallions to do what he did, without question, I'm going to say get rid of him, fire him, whatever Michigan needs to do to make sure he's never associated with them again. So I will be fair on that. However, do we have evidence that he already knew or should have known? So far, the NCAA has come out multiple times that said we have no ties or evidence that says he knew about this or ran it or whatever. Also, Connor Stallions, are we forgetting the fact that he is a retired Marine intelligence officer who was trained in deceptive and secretive tactics? He knows how to run something without other people knowing about it. And also, yeah, you're, I get it, $50,000 a year, yeah, it doesn't make sense that he would be able to finance this whole operation. However, he's also getting his retired Marine salary. He's also getting whatever stipend Michigan is also getting him per diem, whatever. All right, there's a lot of things to unravel here before we uh, condemn Harbaugh for time and all eternity. If that makes any sense. Yeah, well, I listen, I, I believe that everybody has the right to defend themselves. I mean, my thing is I've been looking, following Jim Harbaugh for a lot of years. This is not new. And I have been up there calling games that he was coaching. I think I told you the story, if you heard it, about the, the no two deeps for the media. Um, he just wanted to make our jobs as difficult as possible. And the NCAA f- finally... Or the conference, I don't know which, stepped in and said, from now on, you have to provide the two deeps. But they didn't for a long time. And I was like, well, isn't someone here able to tell Jim Harbaugh that this is how it works? And they said, no, no one one here can do that. And I get that. That's not good for a university, I think. I mean, the president. I totally get that. President Joyce of Notre Dame at one point called in Lou Holtz and said, Lou, you need to understand something. You're the football coach. You don't run things here. And, and Michigan doesn't have anybody to do that, it seemed. So anyway, he's. Well, I think I, I don't want to say he's he's guilty by past uh, by past precedent, because I think he needs to look at this. It looks like they're going to get draconian with him. So I would like to see a fair process take place for for Harbaugh yeah, or anybody else. Jim Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh might have a lot of power there, but he's not Emperor Palpatine. Let's just be fair. Well, I'm saying when when people in the athletic department say. There's no one on this campus that can tell Jim Harbaugh what to do. And I thought, wow, that's crazy. I mean, they said, no, I, yeah. there's not a president, there's not a provost, there's not anybody that can say, hey, Jim, you're going to provide 
as protocol indicates, you're going to provide two deeps to the media. There's no one to do that. And it went on for, whole, again, se- went on for a whole it, season. He should be suspended or fired. If he ordered it to happen, he should never be associated with college football again. I just need to see the evidence okay, myself fair before enough. I say he's guilty. I think that's fair. And I appreciate your call. It's uh, 54 minutes uh, past 6 o'clock. I'm not saying you know, we, that we can immediately jump to the conclusion. I think it's unlikely that Connor Stallion undertook this on his own. I'm saying that because that's all, there's a lot of money involved in having to go to 35 games over three years or four years or whatever it was. So, I mean, that's kind of crazy in some ways. But, listen, if this is what happened, then I think they have to address it. And uh, But it... I think there's more that needs to be shown, but I just I don't can I you can anybody come up with another reasonable expectation? Why would a staffer making fifty grand a year, even if he's got his military pension, what's he going to spend that on Michigan football for? I mean, I, to me, that needs to be something totally reimbursed, and that would be by someone at Michigan, and that would imply that there's others involved in this. I'm just saying. That's how it does seem to me. Hey, there's a new place to catch your favorite NFL games. The Lookout Food and Drink at Waikai and Ever Beach. Doors open early on Sundays at 6.30 a.m. You can enjoy happy hour prices on poo-poo and drinks from 4 to 6 during Monday and Thursday night football. If your team is losing, at least you can enjoy the breeze, the ocean view, and the beach setting. We'll be right back. Okay, we got a couple minutes, he says. Great, that's good. We'll stay here and, uh, and, and talk some more about this. I, I don't want to give the impression that I have already convicted Jim Harbaugh of these indiscretions, let's, let's call them. Um, but I just can't come up easily with another likely scenario. And here's what I think Michigan is hoping, that they can delay this because the NCAA, as they get involved, they're notoriously slow. I mean, that they might not come. Someone said they won't come down uh, with something on Harbaugh, at least at the NCAA level, till April of 26. I mean, that's like a Trump trial. Come on, you got to be kidding me. I don't think that's going to be what happens. I think that they will listen to whatever the Big Ten decides, and I think that will be a little bit of a precursor to what happens in the NCAA. That's just my guess. I could be completely wrong about that. But generally speaking, if the NCAA seems to not act until it has to. That's just sort of their rule of thumb. Do take no action before it's absolutely necessary. And that could extend this whole deal for both Harbaugh and Michigan for a number of years. I, th- I think if the penalty is severe enough, I think, I think Harbaugh will resign and look to get a pro job. And if he resigns now, he'll have a head up on all the other college competition. I don't think there's any question about that. So maybe he does that. Maybe he thinks, look, I'm going to get fired for cause anyway. I might as well go ahead and resign now. And uh, I thank everybody for their calls, some interesting ones today. Stay tuned for the Sports Animals. They're up next. Thanks to Tanner Hayworth from all of us at ESPN Honolulu. I'm Bobby Curran. Aloha.